Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Wes, Hank, and Andy. We are back. It's uh, part 12 of our uh, Road to Ahsoka review series as we look back on the essential Ahsoka Tano episodes, uh, the playlist over on Disney+. Plus. This is our, uh, what? What this is the last stop on the Disney Plus Essentials? I was going to say, this is our, yeah. how, many, how many weeks now? 12 weeks. <laughs> this 12. Is, yeah, it is. It's our 12th. Part 12, yes. It's our 12th week. Lucky 13 by the time we're done with it. Oh, my Make gosh. This week has been exciting uh, on the lead up to Ahsoka for Man. a number of reasons. Most of them being TV spots. Um, Little snippets of extra. That's what I mean. Like. Just yesterday, there was a leaked TV spot that, uh, spoiler, if you haven't seen it, it's out now. Uh, Disney has released it. There's yep. a, a new TV spot with uh, a, a Hayden Christensen uh, speaking to, sorry, Anakin Skywalker speaking to Ahsoka Tano. Mm-hmm. And it sounds it sounds like it's almost like a, a, a redo, a redux on uh the training sequence from tales of the jedi yeah that's the general consensus around here too yeah Yeah. nice um i have yet to see it well i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna chuck a little spoiler at you here okay anakin's in it no 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 his voice is in it Uh oh there's a line dialogue too there's a line from balan skull um, we've already seen uh, Balin have this conversation, uh, or parts of this conversation with Ahsoka inside the navigational yeah. array at the, at the hand. Highly of you. Right, Anakin spoke highly of you. Yeah. Well, part of that, I presume it's part of the same conversation. He says, he says, everyone in the Order knew Anakin Skywalker. Few lived to see what he became. Hmm. Does Balin yeah. Skull know th- the implication that he knows that what Anakin was Darth Vader? Hmm. Ooh. Yeah. So there's a few things that that could mean. Like suddenly that character um, becomes even more interesting. So in the novels, yeah, like the the modern Timothy uh, Zahn, uh, the Zahn Thrawn novel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Thrawn knows. Thrawn sleuths it out. Hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. He spent time, like, they don't show it in the Clone Wars, but he spent time with Anakin Skywalker. That's right, yeah. And he spent time with Darth Vader, intimately with Darth Vader. It makes you wonder. He figures it out. So that gives me, like, that's, like, is is Balin, what's his proximity to Thrawn? Because I think that's likely where he would have got that information. Like it was, uh, you know, the, the delivery though suggests that there's maybe in my mind, it mm. feels more intimate than that. You know, I mean, yeah. With the inclusion of that, the, uh, of, uh, Maroc, the inquisitor, suddenly I'm like, did, did some of the other inquisitorious survive, make it past the rebellion and drop the inquisitor armor and just go at his mercenaries i know that is also a a, a prevailing theory that uh mm-hmm. shin and balen are are forced using mercenaries of some kind mm-hmm. yeah swords for hire yeah yeah so that's been it, sort of a sort go ahead hank does it feel like it waters it down a bit to you the mystery of anakin skywalker if reva knows him if balen skull knows him if everybody no. knows no no because again though no, it's like yeah yeah exactly andy we're talking about a fraction of a fraction of a percent right, right. But really when we're talking about who really knows this stuff as the audience sure yeah because we only focus on where the action is but mm-hmm. no 
in the no, big scheme of things, no, yeah. It doesn't bother me one bit. Um, can I take a quick second? Yeah. I got some new reveals. Ooh. What'd you got? Uh, I'm going to start with, uh, yeah, I want to start with this one. As you all know, I was a huge fan of uh, Andor. Uh, and so uh, I've been sort of uh, picking up most of most of the uh, folks uh, of the the figures from the Andor wave. Uh, I just happened to be in the right place at the right time yesterday, and I managed to get uh, Vel, nice Vel, who I haven't even seen on the shelves before yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So. I have, and I went a different. I went. I, I neglected to get her or um, Talia in the Imperial garb. Uh, in lieu of short round, last time I was uh, out. Oh, decisions, decisions. Uh, that, that is fair. So all these at GameStop. Uh, so yeah, the the three that I picked up yesterday were our uh, our local GameStop. No, <laughs> I was in another city, so um, that'll get added to the uh, the rest of the wave, which includes. Um, Nice. Uh, sorry, Bix, who I a friend of mine picked that up. These were picked up for me by a good friend of mine, uh, Andrew Thomas. A shout out to Andrew. Also got. Uh, uh, oh, Luke. finally, eh? That's a nice figure in hand, but wow, yeah. Um, as well as uh, Mon Mothma. There she is, Mon Mothma. Nice. Aging backwards. <laughs> backwards. That's right. How you doing? Um, and of course, we've got. Uh, this will be my default Luke Skywalker. Their Lukes are flying so fast and furious that it seems like every time you get one, there's another one that has either there another. Is, already, have you seen the two pack? The with, with the Grogu, the leaping Grogu, etc. Right. Now, and I comes, was tempted because he's he's got a different gi on. He's got like, uh, but I feel like that's the same. It's pouch. seventy dollars. Uh, that's no. Uh, that's a no for me. It's crazy. That's, that's actually highway robbery. Um, and now, as we are about to head into Ahsoka, I feel like it's inappropriate to, to show. Uh, it is appropriate to show this one off because we're going to see these guys again. It's mm. the uh, HK eighty seven. Oh, that's a nice grab. I have not uh, seen HK eighty seven droid. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, um, oh my gosh, what did I do? I don't know. Oh, oh yes. Okay. Speaking of who knows what, um, uh, the little uh, what year was it? What year was that? Greatest reveal in Star Wars history. Um, mm. Had to be. Fire? <laughs> well, no. As a uh, as a cinema goer, maybe. Um, I'm thinking more along the lines of sitting there with the Xbox control in my hand and having that like, oh, and mm-hmm. having to put the mm-hmm. control down when I discovered that no, in fact, your player character is Revan. The Sith Lord. Um, yes, that was pretty cool. I have been highly, highly anticipating these uh, these figures. Uh, now I have both the Sith and the Jedi version of Revan, but it wouldn't be the same without Revan's apprentice, Darth Malak. Mm. Yeah. All That's right. And then, of course, the now, I mean, hero, villain, uh, hero of her own story. I don't know. Villain of her own story. Everybody Depends on how you take it. Story. The woman who wipes your mem- uh, your memory in that game, uh, Bastille mm. Shan. Mm. Mm. I was so, so highly anticipating these ones. I'm so glad that they were out. Nice. Yeah, man. So, yeah. Eventually, when I get my house put back together, I'm going to open this stuff and get it on the shelf. I, I should have brought mine over. I picked up one this week, too. What'd you get? 
I got the Halloween edition Wookie. Oh, nice! Oh, I did. Oh, yeah. Is that the glow in the dark the, one? Um, yeah, it was on Amazon for seventeen bucks. So I was like, yeah. you know what? I, I actually can, was I looking. That. I was looking for the um, Halloween edition Clone Trooper because that there's no nothing on it that would delay it, like being a weird oh, paint no. job on a regular Clone Trooper. Unlike the Christmas stuff, mm. you know what I mean? The Halloween stuff was pretty cool. Yeah, he's uh, got a glowing it, skeleton on his armor. Nothing new here in the sense of like, this isn't like, like radically different, but um, if you're looking for a different portrait for your, your Wookiee, oh, yeah. uh, the return of the Jedi uh, carded uh, Chewie isn't a bad choice. Um, wouldn't be the same if you took that chain off, you kind of got to leave that on there, but I thought, ah, that's a nice portrait. I like it better. Uh, I like it better than the original, the, yeah, like the, that the orange, the orange yeah. box version, which is the one I've, held on to for i have heard that it's a fixed chain that you have to remove the head if you want to remove the chain yeah i w i wasn't even going to attempt to i would just yeah. leave it on yeah that's what i saw in the review yeah and that's uh that's that but um man good pickup i am so excited for uh the next couple of weeks I i'm actually glad that we have a bit of a, a breathing room next week where we can just kind of you know, like have tea as we talk about the other, <laughs> the other cool Says episodes. <laughs> well, I'm going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it seems like uh, every day, every other day, uh, stuff's getting dropped and yeah, it uh, it's, it is so hard to keep up with the, the a deluge of who's saying what, where is it coming from? What's the source? My mind is just over what might be, what could be, what will be. Mm -hmm. Did you see that the Bad Batch trailer season three leaked? Well, see, no, I didn't, but that's didn't that's what that I'm either. talking so about. I'm expecting that in like a high res soon because yeah. if it's out there, they don't want crap floating around. They want the high res. Well, that true. that Ahsoka thing uh, with Anakin was yeah. less than what 24 hours, right? And, and I I, I, I uh, threw that accolade trailer in the in the chat. Not gonna lie, I didn't watch it. I did, and damn. Yeah, oh, I did. yeah, that last the last I scene. I know, like Geonosis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did so, watch the Bad Batch one though. Oh, good man, I gotta check that. Oh, I want yeah. the high res now. Okay, is my so, boy gonna make it? I, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> okay, so uh, did they really look like Wrecker's gonna get to blow some more stuff up? Wrecker, everybody likes a good wrecking from Wrecker. Oh, TJC on YouTube. Evening, fine gentlemen. I hope all uh, you are, all, you all are well. Mm, so um, far so good other than my personal life which is upside down sometimes uh <laughs> no everything is great here at the house other than the uh anybody who's ever renovated a building anywhere uh for their for themselves uh can appreciate what i mean when i say things are upside down here but hey um i get to hang out with these guys on sunday nights and uh that just makes everything a whole lot better <laughs> and, you're not hanging through the floor like tom hanks oh that's did. true that's true and yeah. i get to hang out with all of you guys uh sitting and watching the show tonight thanks for hanging out with us uh, again uh before we get to uh the episode review tonight <laughs> well let's just oh you know right? what maybe i should uh where's that key oh there it is here we go let's talk let's try it again here we go bad star wars jokes Whew. What do you got, Andy? Uh, this one's coming from Hank. <gasps> Why can't Jedi send ah. pictures or documents with their emails? <laughs> nice. I know the answer to this one because it's, it's it's part of the Jedi lore. It's a little on the nose, but still funny. <laughs> <It is. laughs> mm -hmm. Give it to them. Because attachments are forbidden. 
<laughs> Attachments are forbidden. Yes, sir. Indeed. Oh, wow. Hey, it's a power con in Ohio this weekend. Anybody uh, following what's going on over there? No, uh, not saying I did. No, me neither. Uh, I, I well, did some the energy weapons in Maui. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was speaking with a friend of the show, uh, Adam from go figure. And we were talking about sort of the convention and, and uh, I had asked him if Mattel had a presence at the convention because I knew that, that they had in the past. Yeah. PowerCon is, uh, is an all fandom uh, convention, but let's be real about it. it it's a He-Man convention. Um, I, I did see one thing come out of there on a Facebook post. Nothing oh, sure. official, yeah, yeah. but we'll talk about that Tuesday because it's some toy related news. Uh, yeah. Um, Mattel has no presence there this year. Apparently, they have withdrawn their support. Oh, no. That, uh, for a He-Man convention? Well, I don't know what the circumstances are surrounding that. I just know that last year, I do not, I, I guess they didn't, 2022, they either was their last year or they had not been there since 2021. But they definitely are not there huh. this year. Wow. Not to say that there isn't a lot of, uh, there's not a lot of cool reveals coming out of the convention because there are yeah. a few. There are also some things that make you go, uh, what? But I'll save that one for Tuesday. Mm. <laughs> uh, all right. What are we doing tonight, everybody? We are. Uh, Should we dive in here? Yeah, we're going to talk about. Uh, wow, this is the last live action episode. Yep. Oh, man. Up Book of Boba Fett. Yep. Book of Boba Fett, episode six of season one. It's called Chapter Six From the Desert Comes a Stranger. Directed by Dave Filoni, written by Dave Filoni and John Favreau. Uh, it originally aired February 2nd, 2022, which oh, seems like crazy long ago. It does. It feels like it was a long we time reviewed ago. It, yeah. But yeah, yeah. The synopsis reads, Mysterious or mysteries are explored and Boba Fett learns new information. So uh, this time we open the episode on Tatooine uh, and we get a brief confrontation between Cobb Vanth and four members of the Pike Syndicate. Uh, it lasts only a couple minutes with Vance dispatching three of the pikes and letting the fourth leave with a message for them, refraining from running spice through Mos Pelgo. Otherwise, they'll end up dead. Um, we then get our title card and we cut and shift gears and Mando is coming out of hyperspace on approach to a forested planet of uh, Osus, I think it is. Uh, he approaches a signal, which turns out to be coming from R2-D2. And he lands and tells the droid he's looking for Skywalker, and he came to see Grogu. But R2 just kind of beeps and boops and then turns and leads Mando forward. As they enter a clearing, they spot dozens of androids constructing a stone structure, and Mando asks R2, is this where they are? But he doesn't answer. He simply beeps and boops to the android and then goes into shutdown mode. And uh, Mando is like, come on, don't go to sleep. I need info. And then trying to get some info, he questions the androids, but they simply build a bench and then continue on building the structure. Mando calls out if there's anyone living, but he gets no response. So he takes a seat on the newly constructed bench and waits. I remember watching this, uh, this episode the first time around and thinking about how excited I was to see uh, Luke's temple getting constructed and, and recognizing it for what it is, that it's the temple that we see the basically blown apart yeah burning, yeah but similar construction yeah. to all the stuff we saw in the sequel trilogy right yeah now re-watching it this time around i am extra hopeful extra extra hopeful that we will get that ahsoka luke 
interaction. Maybe. I mm. hope so. I hope, I hope so. I hope so too. But for please. both characters, I think both characters could get. I mean, there's. We've all seen the the meme. Yeah, uh, where they kind of he they, says they share you know, that we're moment. right. There's good still in him. There's a lot of healing for both of those characters to have a conversation that might look like that. Yeah, but uh, here we cut away to elsewhere on the planet, and we find Luke Skywalker sitting with Grogu in quiet meditation. The child's concentration is broken by a passing frog, which Grogu uses the Force then in order to pull it closer, uh, trying to secure himself a snack. And he almost scores his meal before Luke catches him in the act and citing the child's shame instead of admonishing Grogu. Instead, Luke closes his eyes and with the force levitates all the frogs in the pond, much to the amazement of Grogu. And with the demonstration concluded, Luke suggests they go for a walk. On their walk, Luke tells Grogu of Yoda and how he told Luke that size matters not. And he continues that Yoda spoke like that often in riddles. And he asks Grogu if he ever heard anyone talk like that back home. But Grogu looks puzzled. He asks Grogu if he remembers home. And Grogu, again, just looks at the ground kind of forlorn. And Luke then asks, do you want to remember? And laying his hand upon his head, Grogu begins to remember the night of Order 66 when the 501st participated in the slaughter of all at the Jedi Temple. When he awakens, he finds himself next to a pond with Luke. And, uh, Luke tells him that the universe is a dangerous place, but he'll train him to defend himself. Uh, we got another comment coming in here. Uh, Jimmy Rizzo on YouTube. Hi, my name's Jimmy. I'm never one-sided like this. I'm not even sure what that means. <laughs> I'm kind of dominating the conversation. Nice to have you along, Jimmy. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out. Okay, and now it looks like it's just a bunch of spam from Jimmy. So, uh, great. Uh, yeah, hi, sir. Yeah, yeah, I'm real. Okay, I believe you are. I absolutely <laughs> believe you are. Hi, back. But back at the construction site, Mando, it's been a while, so he's laying down for a rest. And with a snap of a twig, he snaps to attention, blaster in hand. But it's Ahsoka Tano. And, you know, 14 minutes into the episode. <laughs> Four, 14 minutes in. <laughs> but better than not at all. The road forked. <laughs> yeah, it That's did. Right. But Mando sits up and mentions that he didn't expect to see her here, but she tells him that she's an old friend of the family. And Mando sits up and poses that he thought she wasn't going to train Grogu. And she tells him she's not. Master Luke is. He then questions what she's doing there, but she responds that that is her question to him. And he tells her, well, he's here to see the kid. And she responds with, well, that's why R2 brought you to me instead. Mando questions, what is this place? And Ahsoka tells him, right now it's nothing, but someday it might be a great school and Grogu will be its first student. Well. In we theory. know we know that's not true. Well, <laughs> we, we'd hope, maybe, from a certain point of view. But Mando continues that he'd like to know how he's doing, and Ahsoka tells him Grogu is doing fine. Mando tells her that he wants to see him, and Ahsoka kind of sighs and responds that she knows he does, and she suggests that they take a walk and leads him into the forest. Mando gives R2 uh, a little bit of a glance, and then he follows her in. And... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I'm not a fan of my own voice. So, but I'm on show note duty this week. So, sorry, Jimmy. Well, 
for Jimmy's benefit, because I feel Jimmy's yeah. just joining us now for the first time. Yeah. Uh, as I said before, we are uh, optimistically looking forward to the new uh, uh, new streaming series coming from Disney Plus later this month. It's the Ahsoka Tano show. It is one of the Star Wars spinoffs. Um, and as we've been getting ready for that, uh, we've been revisiting sort of the essential episodes that this character appears in. Uh, there is a playlist on Disney Plus that has all of those episodes, including uh, the episode that we are currently looking at tonight, which is from the Book of Boba Fett. Now, normally what we do is we we break up the writing duties the, to, to uh, recap the episode, um, and we kind of spread that around. Tonight, Andy has been uh, gracious enough to take on uh, the writing duties, and so uh, it is, uh, it is part of our... Yeah, it's part of our format. Uh, we do uh, we do recount the uh, uh, the plot of the episode. Yeah, and uh, if you tuned in next week, you would see a very different sort of very much so format yeah. Yeah, and yeah. style, and and you'll hear me talking a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's just the way it works. Uh, Jimmy says, "Can you post a Streamyard?" Well, we do use Streamyard as our uh, live streaming uh, platform. Uh, we do post it over to uh, our YouTube channel. It's also on our Facebook group. It's on our Facebook uh, page as well as, uh, well, whatever Twitter is called now. So I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, as for having other real people on, we do have guests on from time to time. Um, typically not on a Sunday night when we're talking Star Wars, but on our Tuesday night show. Yeah. Aha, plug for Tuesday nights when we talk uh, random fandom. Uh, that's a call-in show where we call we, us uh, right there. We can uh, we take phone calls. We take talk live about comments. whatever fandom you like. Absolutely. So we do we do have special guests on from time to time, but uh, typically not on these ones. Yeah, doesn't mean that we wouldn't in the future if it was uh, appropriate. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, back back to the uh, <laughs> back the, to the, the flow. Yeah, the Ahsoka. Let me hear that what voice. Little there is in this episode, but. Uh, Ahsoka sighs and responds that she knows he does. And she suggests they take a walk as she leads him into the forest. Mando gives R2 a glance and then follows her in. She tells him that she wanted or she warned him when uh, when they met that uh, Mando's attachment to Grogu would be difficult to let go of. And Mando tells her that as a Mandalorian foundling, he just wants to make sure Grogu is safe. But Ahsoka counters that here with Luke is the safest place in the galaxy. He then asks why she's okay with Luke's choice to train the child when she would not. And she stops and turns and tells Mando because it was his choice and she doesn't control the wants of others. Mando tells her, well, then it's his choice to go see the kid. And she replies, of course, if that is what you wish. And she places her hand behind her back and faces the direction they were walking. And up on the hill, they spot Luke and Grogu under a tree. And Mando shrugs and says, all right, beginning striding forward. And Ahsoka asks, are you doing this for Grogu or for yourself? But Mando, he stops and pulls out a little bundle containing the Beskar chainmail and tells her he just wants to give it to Grogu. She then asks, why? So he will remember you? But Mando responds, no. As a Mandalorian foundling, he should have this. It's his right. Ahsoka repeats, foundling but then poses the question that perhaps Grogu is a Padawan now. And Mando, he pauses for a moment and then says, well, either way, this armor will protect him. Ahsoka then tells him, if he said on it, at least let her deliver it. 
And with a, a hint of sadness in his voice, Mando responds, but I've come all this way, and he's right there. Ahsoka moves closer, and laying her hands on Mando's shoulder, she tells him that Grogu misses him a great deal. But if he sees Mando, it will only make things more difficult for him. And Mando looks towards Luke and Grogu, pausing and considering, before turning and handing the bundle to Ahsoka, telling her to make sure she's protected. Mando turns and heads back to his ship, leaving Ahsoka with the bundle in the forest. She's real mastery, eh? A little bit, yeah. She, you know, like, like you know, I'm sure we're going to see her like explore her past coming up. We're going to see her like you know delve into her trauma and stuff, uh, especially after what Rosario Dawson says in that little 30 second snippet she released. Like, it really makes me feel like that. But she seems to have her her crap together here with respect to the way she's you know um, allowing Luke to train Grogu is is just the same thing as training him yourself like um she's finding that place in herself where making the jedi uh proliferate is is got to be you know like and so we're going to get there when we see her training sabine uh, it's just it's interesting to watch her be mastery after having studied her being a student for so long I find it interesting, especially in the dialogue that she defers to Luke as a master mm -hmm. in the sense that, I mean, she's more skilled and has more formal training than he would ever have. Yeah. Right. Um, and yet she still defers to his mastery. So, I mean, is that, is that it could you know, be semantics, but she could still be like not considering herself a Jedi, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. the title of the last episode is probably for us, the audience. Right. And also it's like how the magistrate and her troops view her. She's this Ronin Jedi. She's being like, she's a, the, the bounty on her would be because she's a Jedi, et cetera. Right. Right. Um, but we've never had her except for the last time she lays it out, which is I am no Jedi. Um, we've never heard her refer to herself as a Jedi before. No. Yeah. Because like even when uh, Morgan Elsbeth is at the top of the at the top of the helm there, and she's like, "Come forth, Jedi, reveal yourself." She mm -hmm. doesn't, you know, correct her or anything. No, no, that's she, true as no, well. No yeah. qualifying at all. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Which sounds a whole lot better than "Come forward, Force user." Come on out, you force wielding maniac. That's right. But as Mando departs, Ahsoka reflects on the little bundle before turning and heading up the mountain. And meanwhile, Grogu and Luke have moved off to the top of the mountain, and uh, Grogu takes notice of Mando's ship lifting off. He reaches out towards the departing Mandalorian, but Luke tells him it's time to continue his training. And Luke tries to get Grogu to jump, but he's only getting a couple inches off the ground. And Luke instead loads him into the backpack and shows him some of the training imparted to him from Yoda. Yeah, it looks very similar. Yeah. <laughs> They end up overlooking the valley where Luke tells him that the wide world exists in balance and he must feel the force all around him. And through the force, he will find balance as well. Later, Grogu practices his balance on a log over the water with encouragement from Luke. And as he improves, we catch up later and he's balancing on a bamboo shoot. And Luke ignites his lightsaber and moves through some of the saber movements. And we see the light reflecting in Grogu's eyes. And later still, Luke introduces a training remote into the mix to test Grogu's <laughs> reflexes. Yeah. 
The first shot knocks Grogu down, but Luke tells him, get up, always get up. And with the second shot, Grogu leaps clear of the force. And soon he's leaping rock to rock, dodging and training or dodging the training remotes blasts. And on shore, Ahsoka joins Luke and gives a smile. Grogu continues to flip and dodge before turning to face towards the training remote and reaching out with the force. He disrupts the device, causing it to fall in the water. And looking to shore, Luke tells Grogu, good. And Ahsoka cites that he's taught him well. But Luke tells her it's more like he's remembering rather than being taught anything. And Ahsoka counters that sometimes the student guides the master. Luke notes that the Mandalorian had been there. And Ahsoka responds, as I told you, the two share a strong bond. And he brought him a gift. And she passes the little bundle to Luke. He pauses on the bundle a moment before they look to Grogu. And he postures that sometimes he wonders if Grogu's heart is in it. Hmm. And at this, Ahsoka looks to Luke and notes, so much like your father. Mm. Well, maybe that conversation's already happened. And it just, it's we possible. weren't, you know, we weren't privy to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't get the impression that this is the first time. No, like she just arrived here and that they've just met. Like, it looks like she's been here a little while. The last nine years they've been, you know, I mean, and, and of course they would, because if she's still active at the Battle of Endor. Yeah. Um, which presumably she is. There's no reason for her to hide any longer. At, Once that's you know, over. Right. Or even when, when it's when it's penultimate, when when you, you're when you were amassing the entire rebel fleet at Endor, right. She's got to be there somewhere. You would think. Presumably. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, she could have been off on the bent on the throne, singularly bent on the Thrawn mission uh, and therefore not present, but all that being said, I would still, you know, I would still take it in a flashback. I would eat that up. I would so eat that up. Even if it's just her on the ghost with, the yeah. era and the rest of them at the battle of endor you know imagine it, there's sort of, so many ways we can do this media like we got some really cool luke skywalker stuff in the battlefront 2 uh first yeah. person campaign right, right? Yep, like yep. there's so many ways we could do it in a comic or a novel or 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 a video game i'm but trying to imagine five years of them being like having this relationship imagine this uh book ended having this conversation with luke and it's book ended with you know ahsoka meeting uh force ghost anakin and they're sort of like counterpoint to each other. Mm-hmm. That might be interesting. Yeah. But this next scene here kind of makes me wonder. Um, looking back towards Grogu, who is now lying down on the rock, tired from his training, Luke asks what he should do about Grogu. And Ahsoka looks at Luke and tells him, trust your instincts. She then turns to exit and Luke asks her if he'll see her again. And she stops and turns back and says, perhaps. Then laying her hand across her chest with a slight bow, she offers, may the force be with you, before turning and disappearing into the forest, leaving Luke to ponder his next move. Perhaps if they write me back. Yeah. <laughs> but this is the last time we see live Ahsoka until we're going to get. Oh, my gosh. Yeah that, yeah. that literally is. Is the last. Her last appearance. They they so they lengthened her Liku here eh, from the. Uh... From, uh, the, the, Jedi from uh, the Mandalorian episode. Yeah. 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 Slowly. Is, have they lengthened them here? Like, yeah, it's, it's or are they longer in the, thicker. in the media? I think they're even yeah. longer in the media again. I think the stuff that we're seeing for uh, the, the new series, you yeah. know, watching some of the, 
the what I deem the essential episodes. Like there's a, a yeah. an episode where uh, Anakin and Ahsoka poses slaves and slave master to right to crack a slave ring, and they're all Togruta, and some of them they're oh, wow, yeah they're leak you almost touch their feet. Hmm. Yeah, in yeah. Clone War style animation. We've right? seen we've seen uh, some of the fan Shrek art drawn tea. that way. Some oh yeah. Well, there there you go. Right. So, wonder if there's like a little bit of reptilian DNA where like, you know, they could get cut and still regrow. Uh, maybe. Possibly. I don't know. I mean, that's yeah. It's probably a thing. It's some sort of like organic. Like it's something akin to hair or fingernails. I would assume. Yeah, I often thought of them as like a, and maybe this is because maybe I'm pulling from the role playing game, but as like a sensory organ, mm. you know, like, uh, you know, like in Star Trek, if you cut an Andorian's antenna off, they're like, they're all like dizzy and stuff. Right, right, right. I always thought it was part of their, their, like an extra sensory organ, not, not unlike, you know, uh, what's the, I can't think of the term. Um, it's not sight. It's not. It's not sound it, like, like it picks up like vibrations or something. Mm. And I, could just be, I could just be making, well, echolocation would require emitting a yeah, sound. Yeah, right. Right. So right. I, I could be pulling this out of my butt, but I feel like it's part of an extra sensory thing for mm. them. Mm. Fair enough. Not that that's really been explored anywhere else, but the role, my, ES, so. my ESB uh, tales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like I said to you guys in the chat, rather than continue on with this episode, seeing as we covered it in depth with the book of Boba fandom review series, well, which wasn't mm. that, that long ago. Yeah, so you can no, still go no. back and check that out in our back catalog. Absolutely. But uh, I'd like now to turn over to some live action and animated comparison. Oh, that's, fa- so, that's awesome. That's yeah, cool. That's cool. But, uh, before that, there is one other notable thing. This episode. Uh, sure. Sure. Rest in peace, Garth. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had forgotten about that Star until Wars I character. started rewatching it, and I'm like, oh no, yeah. Now it does not end well for her. She looks like God. she has some sensory, extra sensory organs. Well, she's Twilight, right? So aren't those things <laughs> the the Leku, the yeah. head tails? Oh yeah, yeah, the Leku. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was talking yeah. about. <laughs> there you go. But. uh Let's go back to Ahsoka here and uh, posture wise, she's got it nailed. Well, absolutely. And I think people, Hank, you talked about this before. People mm-hmm. that were sort of complaining about sort of the mannerisms and the I body saw a language. Whole post on why is she always crossing her arms? And then uh, I saw that sort of thing, a, man. There was a response <laughs> of nothing but Ahsoka with her arms crossed from the Clone That's Wars. Her thing. That's yeah. her thing. And then we continue on like her interactions with droids because we know she like gives droids proper respect. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's great. Um, the smile, totally. Yeah. Nails it. That's a hard thing to do. I mean, smile like this cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but she does. Uh, she's doing it all fine as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. But uh, in the gallery episode, uh, when they touched on this, uh, Dave Filoni was keen to impress on Rosario the meaning behind, like, the showdown piece of the duel before it happens. Right. Going back to the Kurosawa films, which reflected in many, many of her animated duels. Oh yeah. Of and course. we saw this repeatedly in animation, mirroring that classic films, like, you know, seven samurai. Yeah. Carrying it forward, like into her duels with, you know, Maul in the clone wars, Vader in rebels. And yeah. again, yeah, yeah. with Morgan Elsbeth. That crafty, which person that might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, you know, Filoni's a fan of all this stuff, so it's totally influenced him. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, man. It, it, the guy is a, uh, well, I mean, he's a, he's a student and he's, uh, you know, trained by the master. Yeah. Yeah. Her opening fight stance is right on point. Oh, so it is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, her proficiency with just her Shoto saber, as we saw in the Clone Wars when she was disarmed by Maul. Yeah. And yeah. again, same idea with Morgan Elsbeth. You know, she's just as good with one as she is with both. And then uh, igniting the blade in the front, really similar to like she did in Twilight of the Oh, Avengers yeah. Too. Yeah, very much. Very much. Yeah. And then mid fight stance, again, same as you saw in, uh, what was it? Uh, Clone Wars uh, season seven episode. Yeah, because that's that's 11. Rex in the med pod. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. she's taking up the stance like Defensive. ready to go. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but that's awesome, man. Yeah. So we're just like two short weeks away here from uh, ten days. Yeah, yeah. Not I even mean, two weeks. My gosh, it's uh, blinking, blinking. You'll miss it, but uh, yeah. we are almost there. I am still. Man, I'm excited and my like I'm almost a little bit nervous because of how much they're giving us. And I know that they've we've gotten double drops uh for premiere episodes before, but like but this man. doesn't feel like it's going to be where as Andor you needed those first 3 to get Yeah, it's it. not, I don't feel Just like we're getting I don't feel like we're getting a prologue. No. <laughs> No. If anything, you're getting a prologue to Rebels. <laughs> yeah, really. But you might not be, right? Like, depending where it falls in the timeline. Right. And I mean, the the public answer is uh, right around the same time as season three of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. But with Anakin coming back and having his his voice, like, that really sounds like a flashback to me. Mm-hmm. He's talking about droids. He specifically says you won't always be fighting droids. Won't be fighting droids, right? So it's it definitely uh, lends itself to Clone Wars. Mm. Can we talk a minute about that thirty second uh, Ahsoka in thirty seconds clip? That was oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's very good on that for release. Way. Yeah, reading fast. There's a line I can't remember. I wrote it down in the chat, but it's um, I'll, I'll paraphrase it, and it's it's basically. Um, when we catch up with Ahsoka on our show, we're going yep, to yep. we're going to be dealing with how she deals with her past and tries to prevent the the comeback of a fearsome enemy, meaning Thrawn. And that changes like what we've been sort of like, oh, Thrawn's back, she's gonna fight him like the Empire, etc. And the, like the, it's a subtle but big difference preventing Thrawn from returning. Which yeah. really doesn't just return to power. Because well, like he's in the unknown regions, and I would think returning to power would be the same thing as returning physically to this part of the galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That armada or or what have you. There's and so something. perhaps because we know we're heading towards this big movie. Yes. Uh, and uh, you know, and that that would be if Thrawn were to like Thanos style appear in that movie while we just dangle threads. Until then, it. I mean, I know we've seen him. Yeah. I, I mean. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they're going to cross paths in the series. Like he right. can be still over wherever. We, we, and, we could get nothing but an Ezra Bridger hologram and and have yeah. to actually cast an actor. Uh, can you, you imagine know? that what we saw in that trailer is all we're getting? Uh, and that, that crossed my mind. Yeah, when I suggested that has. Ezra Bridger might be dead, you know, like that's yeah. still on the table for me. Yeah, I, I haven't abandoned that. No, we were all assuming he could survive hyperspace 
leap through right, without right, a windshield, yeah. but maybe not. If Thrawn survived, come on. Well, that yeah, that's that's yeah. my go-to too. If uh, and have un- have you guys heard the rumor? Uh, and I guess maybe it's probably nothing but. So we'll we'll all take it with a grain of salt. And I could find the source later for you. Sure, sure. With the chat or something. Um, that because of Disney's shakeup and they're and they want they and we've seen them already push movies almost two years in some cases. Yep. Um, that season four of The Mandalorian may be a theatrical release now there, instead of. There are other YouTubers who are talking about this as mm-hmm. it may be they're speaking in the same tones this might happen this might be maybe there'll yeah. be more uh more movies set in the mandoverse mm-hmm. as opposed to just this call being a narcissist what does that do to our review show because suddenly we're uh <laughs> one one episode season four of the fandalorian <laughs> we'll be breaking down the first five minutes <laughs> today in this two-hour episode you know they did it that way and but that also begs the question are we going to go and I'm sure with the way that, that, that they want to do things, that they'll all be theatrical release. They won't yeah. be. I would hope so. They won't be straight to streaming. So, but and the, the other sort of weird thing about Star Wars news is that while they've been mentioning everything they're going to be releasing real quick and sort of giving shuffling things yeah. a little bit, there's been nothing dead air about Skeleton Crew. Yeah, Skeleton Crew has almost fallen off the radar. And it's it's in the box as yeah, far as I know, completed. ready to go. Now, is this a case of, you know, let's just hold on to it because we want to be able to promote it the way it deserves to be promoted. And we can't do that amidst the striking could be and so, or maybe they're holding it for May the 4th for next year. Oh, there is that like, as well. Oh, Hey, surprise. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure that there it's like, I was talking to like uh, with Lauren about this, like, okay, you're in a union and you want to show solidarity and you believe in all your rights and stuff. Yes. But there are, there are, parts of all three of us that if we had the opportunity to write a star Wars movie, that it would become like an infant that we would, you know what I mean? So yes, of when course. I think of Dave of Filoni having to be on a picket line and like, this is something else to him than just, I, I write for a career and therefore yep. I'm in this union yep. where I write for my job. Like it must be super tough for him to have to go dark while yeah. his baby is about to be born. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's got to be tough on Rosario Dawson having been fan made essentially into this role. Well, this but at the end of the day, into... she has a lot less invested than I would say a Dave Filoni, who this must absolutely be killing. Yeah, yeah. That dovetails into some of the stuff, like uh, as an aside, uh, that Stephen Amell was talking about uh, not being able to promote heels, and and he said. Uh, and he and he was, of course, public opinion uh, put him under the microscope for. It, yeah. But he's like, I don't believe in striking. I don't think it helps anybody. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, whoa, whoa, what are you saying? He's like, listen, I said what I said. You know, and maybe I could have articulated it better. He's like, I do support my union, but I don't. He doesn't believe in striking. Like yeah. it's just, it's not helping anybody. No. Um. Then again, if they get what they want. Yes. Maybe rethink that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like historically, hasn't striking been the only recourse for the working folk? Well, again, now, yeah, but like, now the upper has prompted men, anything. It has prompted men with sticks to retaliate. <laughs> now, with you know, with everybody looking at AI technologies uh, for for entertainment purposes, there will come a time where, eh, whatever, go on strike. We won't, it won't stop the machine. You know what yeah. I mean? Like no. literally. 
won't right. stop the machine. And I, I want them to win and I admire what they're doing. But at the end of the day, there's like these personal stories that we're just not. Yeah. To. Yeah. Yeah. When you watch that's Sean the part I think that bothers me yeah. the most. And I, and I said that like, that's, that's room for us, for us in the, uh, in the, uh, online, uh, YouTube live streaming community. We need to be the voice of, of the the fanfare for this stuff. If the companies aren't going to, we and they would have us not be, which is I disturbing know. to me. They would have us not talk about struck content, and I, I, I just, I'm not in the union, man. I love, you, know, I love you guys, and I love what you do, but I'm not in the union. I am certainly so not. Go, in let's a, go. <laughs> yeah, I am not in a position to speak for any actor, any writer. But I am in a position to speak for a fan who loves Star Wars, and I am with you. I'm like, let's fucking go. Yeah. Pardon yeah. my language. Yes, sir. But yeah, let's go. Well, it's like uh, Filoni said in that gallery episode, staring at Rosario that first time for the Mandalorian episode. He's yeah. like, there's the thing I created in live action. She's here. Yeah. That's got to be uh, an emotional thing for yeah. a creator. And knowing like who he studied under and knowing that like George Lucas had no time for writers guilds or directors guilds or that's right. Yeah. Traditionally, like that's got to be, you know what I mean? You have yeah. all that instinct, but you're working underneath the devil. <laughs> the whole, I want to make what I want to make the way that I want to make it. And I don't want anybody telling me how to do it. So right. I'm just going to quit the director's guild. <laughs> yeah. And that's what he did. He just yeah. quit. I yeah. quit. Empire Strikes Back was the biggest independent film of all time. Yeah, really. Eh? Wow. It feels like, um, man, I, the whole getting here. It, it it was a long haul, but here we are. Mm -hmm. Here we are, twelve weeks later, and I'm 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 looking at the camera, and I'm looking at you guys, and I'm like, didn't we just start this yesterday? <laughs> kind of feels like it. Yeah. <laughs> it, and it always does. It always always does. Yeah. Um, but we're not done yet. We're not. No, done. One more. We got, we got one more. Baker's yeah, um, dozen coming up. We have Hank. You you have the list. I've seen it. Yeah, I go have ahead seen make it. A, a social media post if you like. Go ahead. Uh, Let everybody gonna, know what they've got a week to watch. Yeah, <laughs> really. Here, here you go, guys. <laughs> watch all of this. It'll totally be worth it. Because I found twenty five more episodes that they didn't talk about, <laughs> plus the movie. That's right, twenty five. And um, but that being said, we're going to talk about them. Yeah. We're going to talk about them next week. Um, obviously, we won't be able to, to dive in on them in the same way that we've been doing this week after week. But um, we would like to give some breathing room to all of these other episodes. And hopefully that inspires you guys to go back and revisit some of this stuff uh, in the meantime. Or concurrently, as you're watching, uh, watching Ahsoka with us. And hope you do uh, watch the show uh, week in and week out uh, every Wednesday when it comes out. Um, because hell or high water will be here every Sunday night, uh, grinding mm -hmm. it out <laughs> with what's been going on as we uh, do uh, in that unique way that we do. Mm -hmm. All right. Is there uh, anything else you guys want to talk about before we. Uh... I'm all out. <laughs> no, it's yeah. all right. Yeah, I mean, it was a short one. We ran short tonight. So I just thought, hey, anybody wants to talk about anything? This is a great time to uh, do that. And including any of you guys out there, mm -hmm. anything you want to talk about? What are you guys looking forward to? Well, definitely that uh, that Acolyte trailer was 
uh, you got to go check it out as soon as we go off the air. I'm hoping. To them. Yeah, I'm hoping and that there will be a, a high res. High res. It's one of the, we're back to watching like three quarter yeah. angle on a screen with people screaming in the front. But, I do yeah. feel like some of that was shown at celebration. Maybe, maybe um, pieces of it or stills were shown at celebration because that final sequence definitely I've seen a written description of that mm, somewhere. Mm. Um, whether it was somebody who attended, there is always yeah. the risk that some of these can be faked because I've been tricked. Oh. There's been a few good things where I've gone, yeah. wait a minute, that's footage. And I mean, at first, when I saw footage from Revenge oh. of the Sith and footage yeah, yeah, from yeah. uh Obi Wan Kenobi in the latest trailer, I thought, okay, fake. Well, even just this week, we were talking about the, um, cause you had mentioned that, um, I, I can't remember the name of the studio, uh, game studios developing a new Ninja Turtle game based on yeah. the last one. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, Oh, trailer, but a so lot of the footage from the gameplay it. was not gameplay. It was right. I'm like, wait, this looks like the fan thing that I just watched. So yeah. sent yeah. that back and fair. Oh, okay. But they did the trailer that they did put the actual trailer that came out yesterday. It's yeah. a, it's all just sort of like clip art. Hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. That being said, if you're a fan of the last Ronin, there is a pretty cool oh, yeah. uh, three, five minute fan film. It's, it's very cool. Wasn't bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you watched. I did watch. <laughs> okay, good. I'm a fan <laughs> of turtles. So. <laughs> I'm not a huge turtle fan, but so, even I am like, like, they don't even give it away in the trailer though. No, they don't. Twist of the end of the I was watching this uh, because of Mutant Mayhem, and I nearly uh, snuck out of Barbie and into Mutant Mayhem last night. <laughs> oh, that's out <laughs> too, isn't it? I didn't. Um, but because of that, there's been a lot of like YouTubers and uh, TikTok people talking about TMNT. And one, right. one thing was like, we love we love it because it's so accessible. It's it's light. It's not violent. And I was just like, I was like, <laughs> have you ever read the Where have you guys been? comics? <laughs> What is what are you talking about? It is what not is the. I, mean, I love the '90s cartoon. I love it. Sure, it's the the it's the, the, the actual down, stuff is so much darker, and, yeah, and more yeah, twisted. And uh, definitely the last Ronin. Uh, oh, very dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's some good. That's the last. That's the the Dark Knight uh, of the uh, of Turtles. Of Turtles. Yeah, Turtles, yeah, sure. yeah, absolutely. That is some seriously good. Absolutely. Writing. Well, listen, everybody, uh, thanks for hanging out with us uh, for our uh, condensed episode tonight. Mm. <laughs> Just gives us more uh, more breathing room to get ready for next week. Um, do keep your eyes open on our social media channels as we'll be getting that list of uh, other episodes that you might want to check out. And then uh, we're going to we're going to dive in on them next week. Come back and hang out with us uh, on Tuesday night uh, where we'll be back uh, to talk about the weirdness and wonderfulness of pop culture and entertainment. Uh, what came up this week uh, in light of not getting any news in our Canadian Facebook feeds. <laughs> it's kind of weird going to Facebook pages now and seeing like this access or this content's not accessible to you. Actually, you know what I did? I, I was talking to my friend about that who was not aware that that was happening. And I said, oh yeah, this is happening now. And I made a point of like, you know, specifically going to the CBC's Facebook page, like yeah. you know, search CBC. I clicked on the page and just the stat block info is there. There is nothing. There is nothing, nothing there no, anymore. Absolutely. So you see that Saturday Night Live episode today on the news, nothing happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Three um, people saw it. Nothing occurred. <laughs> Andy and I, we had asked, I had sort of rhetorically asked, was it only going to be Canadian media outlets? No. No. It's, it's all American media yeah, It's all. So, so some things are still squeaking through. So like all of your uh, 
uh, all the weird, weird ones that you kind of got to look at with a microscope, like your cinema blends and the CBRs, those are still kind of trickling through here. I find that a lot of pop culture and film and yep. music stuff is still yep. coming through, but well, that's but more entertainment I, than new. It is more, but it's. I don't want to get conspiracy on live TV, but they don't <laughs> want, it. man, you it's just, that's the stuff they want you to see. And that's the, that's, that's the, what yeah. you want to see. Yeah, yeah. They oh, have the yeah. people normally dancing like that, but then it, it, it's very Orwellian. Oh, and, and the, the weirdest thing is that they're blaming one another. The Canadian government is saying it's, it's being, this is being done by meta and meta is saying, no, it's the Canadian government. And, when really it's the media, <laughs> it's, it's it's the lobbyists, right? The lobbyists are pushing and that sort of uh, well, absolutely. going back to knowing what I know, working in that industry for so mm-hmm. long, mm-hmm. like it was free for so long and right. you can't run a free business model forever. No, you no. can't. At some point you have to put up a wall and say, please pay me for my services. But in print media, that was always the, the people taking out the ads. Yeah. All the ads right. are now digital. Right. And I mean, the ads cost out, but, like ridiculous. If you do it properly, you nobody had a problem with paying a dollar twenty-five for the Toronto Star. Not no, a single not. person that wanted yep. to read the paper. Yep. Problem with that. And if you if you if you did it properly, you could you could you could certainly monetize news like that. Yeah, but the way you know it's it's a Netflix subscription for like the Wall Street Journal, which is ridiculous. I feel like that is probably what spoiled the whole idea. Is that now digital services like that have have given us this sense of what that stuff, what content is worth. Yeah. I can watch an unlimited amount of television for sixteen ninety nine a month. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. paying that for a newspaper. Well, no. do you know no, what that's, I mean? That's like, very true. And not when you still have your satellite feeds, you know, right. CTV and, and that, CNN. And but I will say, I, especially, I, especially I'm not playing exorbitant rates when I look at the the editing. Yeah. That's in like a CBC written article and there's oh, yeah, like grammatical yeah, yeah. errors and, and there's no editing going on at all. Like there's, there is no like sort of higher form of media that I can find. Yeah. 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 It's the like live, live tweets, live tweets and live Instagrams or, or where like real yeah. news seems to be happening. Yeah. So, I mean, full disclaimer and this for the, for our audience, like we love to talk about this stuff, but like, make no mistake. We are here specifically for your entertainment. Yeah. We get get such a thrill out of doing this and we hope you guys come along and enjoy the ride. Like, (laughs) sorry, I, we're not here to be accurate. I was reading an article the other night and this was, uh, they were talking about uh, uh, that surprise, that spoilery ending at the end of uh, Transformers rise of the beasts. And they were looking at, Hey, let's cast a modern GI Joe team. And as they were going through their list of people, they, they landed on Karen Gillen, for uh scarlet and the author of the article said and she's best known for her ongoing role as gamora in the <laughs> mcu um, and so i'm like well that that's not somebody didn't correct. Fact check. there's no and, vetting and well this is what i mean and so and then in the same article they referred to um i don't know if you guys are familiar with the the character joe colton yes yeah. the character that uh, bruce willis ended up playing in the rise of cobra Okay. Joe Colton is the original GI Joe. Hmm. Well, <laughs> not only did they in the in the heading for this character's name, but in the subtext they kept referring to him as Joe Cotton. And I don't know if that's just a case of autocorrecting Colton to Cotton. Right. But like Once the when it's three or four times, but I was not just having like, a job, like not having a person in the job of editor uh, to, to like I don't think anything is going to destroy the literacy of 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 
of modern society quicker than us just accepting grammatical errors, accepting spelling mistakes. There's yeah. a reason for those rules. I'm not even trying to be a jerk or a hard. No, liner, no, like, absolutely not. Like I can do that for all of us. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't speak in acronyms. I still speak in full sentences. I mean, yeah. sending a text message on a flip phone was like an all night thing for me, man. Right. LOL. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, oh, I missed the I'll go again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, like emojis are hieroglyphics. They're they're yeah. really trying to steer us backwards. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, now that we've had our little outburst, how are we feeling now, everybody? <laughs> oh, we got from Ray. <laughs> oh, Ray, sorry I was late. You're never late. You are always intentional. That's when a wizard arrives. That's right. That's right. That is right. You're here now. That's all that matters. Yep. Yeah, I like to give a shout out to my good buddy Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's it for me. I got nothing left. So uh, unless you guys got something else to talk about. No, we'll we'll find lots to talk about on Tuesday. Yeah, we'll hang on to all the other stuff for Tuesday. Swing. We can get all fired up again. Come back as we, uh, you know, rip the beards off each other. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, everybody. Listen, thanks for hanging out with us. It was a great time as always. And until next time, for Fandom Power, my name is Wes. I'm Andy. And I'm Hank. And uh, we will see you all on the next one. And bye for now. Pew, pew. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Fandom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms. <laughs>